English with Rob. Hi everyone, welcome back to English with Rob. I believe this is podcast number six, and、uh, I will introduce my co-host with a little bit of music. Here we go. Not really music.、Uh, sounds. Yeah. Because we have with us today Fiona from Birdsong English. How are you doing, Fiona? Hello.、Um, I'm good. I'm good. I love that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> It's it was from YouTube and it was、um, three hours of bird sound. But when I downloaded it, I realised it was just two minutes repeated for a long time. <laughs> but、uh, that's all I needed. I, th- I don't think we need it in the background the whole way through, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. But yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay.、Um, yeah, yeah. It makes a change from the seagulls that I normally hear outside of of my house in the south coast of England. Right. Fiona is in Brighton.、Uh, I've been to Brighton one time、uh, when I lived in London,、uh, but I heard you say that it's more or less London. You feel like you're like in a suburb of London, right? Kind of. Yes. Yeah. And、um, plus. When I speak to students, it's about fifty-fifty. Because in Brighton we have a lot of English academies. There are for for the students in like Spain, Italy, you know, France, the, the near enough、uh, European countries generally have heard of Brighton. They're like, oh yes, I went to study in Brighton, or I spent two years living and learning English in Brighton. But for the rest of my students, they They have no idea. And when I'm trying to explain where Brighton is, I pretty much just say it's it's London because you can get to the centre of London in 40 minutes, and、mm-hmm. most people work in London, so it's you know it's so close、um, that yeah, it's pretty much pretty much London. But yeah, I do like Brighton. I I, sh- I should have been there a bit more.、Um, I want to tell everyone that you have a really Perfect RP accent.、Huh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so、um, my accent is okay. Students can understand me. It's it's、mm-hmm. not RP.、Um, I'm going to spell some words for you to say just to demonstrate how our accents are a little bit different. Sure. Okay. So B A T H. Bath. Okay. I would say bath. So you have that、mm-hmm. long R, whereas I say A,、mm. and bath.、Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else is there?、Uh, C A S T L E. The same castle. Right, castle for me. <laughs> um, that's that's not the only thing that stops my accent from being as spot on RP as Fiona's. Fiona, you also、um, pronounce your T's really well, and I often drop my T's. And I had do the American、mm. like、uh, a bottle, whereas you would say, you would say,、uh, bottle. Very good <laughs> with the, that nice T, and、um, mm. yeah, just so people know listening ahead.、Uh, so It, go on. I d- well, I listen to my own. Accent sometimes, and I hear. Although yes, if I had to group it, I guess it would be modern RP. But I do sometimes hear these little influences from elsewhere, and I think because I lived abroad for a long time and was surrounded by people who didn't have English as their native language, and I feel like I've picked up a few little bits and pieces from that.、Okay. Plus, my my dad actually is Canadian. And despite being in England since the seventies, still sounds like a Canadian. And、um, my mother, my mother's side of the family were Welsh. So I sometimes when I'm speaking, I hear little things. I think, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit Canadian, or that's a bit Welsh, or that's a bit whatever. Okay,、yeah. interesting. So、uh, the the subject、uh, that we've chosen today is、uh, the news.、Uh, mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean we're going to talk about war and presidents and things like that. We're going to more talk about、mm. how you consume the news and、um, some related words to the news. So、uh, first, we're going to look at some useful vocabulary, and then we're going to have a conversation 
and hopefully maybe some of that useful vocabulary will come in there so here's a useful vocabulary jingle okay useful vocabulary uh yeah i'm not sure about that jingle yet we'll see so uh i've got a list here we'll go through them we'll have a little chat about we'll sort of define each one and give some examples and uh the first one uh i have is uh headlines mm. headlines so headline uh at the top of the story uh tells you the main thing what else can we say about headlines fiona um so headlines i often find myself correcting students because i suppose the the natural word for for a lot of people to choose is title um because i think a lot of students when they're learning english you'll you'll learn the title of an essay or you know a chapter or something like that so quite often i hear english learners when they're talking about the news using this word title and have to correct it to headline in the context of the news and newspapers yeah and a headline is different from a title in that a title does that you know it tells you what the story is about but a headline is engineered a bit more in that it's designed to make you want to read it mm. similar to uh clickbait on the internet yeah and there are there is a problem lately that headlines on you know online news websites are becoming more clickbaity clickbaity meaning they entice you with something like you'll never believe what uh this person did and they don't tell you what they did in the headline because mm. clicks equals advertising revenue mm. uh so yeah and a headline on a newspaper should make you want to buy the newspaper so you're right not a title and headlines can be on tabloid newspapers or broadsheet newspapers so yes. why don't i take i'll take tabloid and you take broadsheet a, a tabloid newspaper is physically uh smaller than a broadsheet and it is often more sensationalized news mm. and often more about celebrities and there will be a lot more sports pages and a bit more colorful often when they're on the newsstand mm. so what about a broadsheet fiona how does it differ from a broadsheet newspaper yeah so broadsheet i would say well traditionally is the the larger physically the larger newspaper um but nowadays i think most people probably consume their news online so that's well this is true yeah relevant. but also with broadsheets um, they they did used to be massive but somewhere around the mid uh 2000 uh you know between 2000 and 2010 at some point there the times and the guardian got smaller because they ah, used to, yeah they okay. used to be really massive but they got smaller i can't say i've noticed because i can't remember the last time i i bought or read a physical newspaper <laughs> yeah me too um but yeah so the the type the publications that you mentioned so the guardian for example um as well as being bigger newspapers are generally a little bit more serious so broadsheet mm -hmm. as well as being physically bigger more serious a bit more mature and has um yeah just a bit more of a serious i suppose adult tone less sensationalized or if it is sensationalized it's done in a slightly more subtle way if that's possible <laughs> yeah that's that's true uh yeah I, I should have mentioned some uh titles of some tabloid newspapers so there's the sun the mirror um the daily star which i would say is worse than a tabloid it's uh it's um it's for men let's just say that there's <laughs> <laughs> no denying um and what else what are the other tabloids oh the daily mail yes yeah uh -huh. oh also on the daily mail 
Do you know what the Daily Mail sidebar of shame is? Have you heard that expression? <laughs> no, I no? don't, no. Okay, on the, on the Daily Mail website, they have a sidebar. So on the right-hand side, you know, on, on the main page, there's the news articles. And no doubt today there'll be stuff about Biden uh, and COVID and Brexit. But on the side, mm. there's a sidebar and it's all stories of celebrities and celebrity gossip. And it'll just be something like this uh, celebrity walking to the shops and they're wearing a coat, which is like not for the right weather or something very mundane like that. But they consider it news. And it's called the mm. sidebar of shame because you shouldn't really look at that. It's not It's not good news. <laughs> it's not uh, beneficial. And yeah, the celebrity gossip is is not nice for the celebrities either when they're being photographed on their way to the shops i don't think it's good for anyone really <laughs> okay let's move on otherwise we're never going to get through this vocabulary list uh <laughs> a caption a caption mm. when you have a picture the the text underneath the picture is is the caption uh and it usually has some very um brief details about what's in the picture yes a uh, correspondent is do you want to take this should we go one at a time do you want to take correspondence yeah sure yeah so correspondent usually is um, like a, a field reporter right mm. so when you're watching the news um usually you have the anchors who are the people that present the news and then a correspondent who's another journalist or reporter or presenter who is reporting from some external location so you'll have your um a Middle East correspondent or your uh, gosh what's the name of that place where our politics happens in this country Brussels <laughs> um, no um, oh it's not the EU oh uh, Westminster correspondent Westminster yeah. that's it yeah that's that's another one that you hear a lot it's the Westminster correspondent so it's the person who's all who's kind of located there and generally covers those stories yeah I just found out something about myself then you said our country and I said, oh, Brussels, I, mm. don't, wow, I consider myself European. That's good. <laughs> You're no longer one of us. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, I always think a correspondent was, would be a nice job until something happens in your, in your location. <laughs> you know, you, the, you know, the, the Hong Kong correspondent had an easy time until a few years ago and then they were out there every day in the Hong Kong protests. <laughs> Okay. I wonder the same thing. I wonder if they're just kind of sitting around waiting for, for something to happen. Because, mm -hmm. okay, Westminster, the Middle East, these are you know, places where you kind of hear about the news in these areas quite often. But what about, yeah, like the Japan correspondent, for example. I don't ever hear news about Japan. Is that person just sitting there waiting for a story? Yeah, I imagine so. Or maybe they've not got a correspondent, so we just don't hear what's happening in Japan. No, no, that's not the case, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I'd like to be, not that I'm lazy, but uh, like the correspondent in somewhere like um, Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> just <laughs> sitting, sunning on a beach, waiting for some news to happen. That, that would be lovely, yes. Mm. Uh, okay, <laughs> so next Let's talk about the difference between an article, an editorial, a feature and a column, all different things which you can find in a newspaper or an online newspaper. Mm -hmm. So I think the, the, the normal thing which we, th we think of is an article, right? It's a, a, a yeah. short piece of news. So how does that differ from an editorial? So an editorial is usually the, the editor uh, the editor of that publication, it's written by them, it's expressing their opinion. Yeah. Um, and it's about a topical issue of the moment or, or person of the moment. So um, usually the, the biggest news story of that time, that particular moment, um, the editor will express his or her opinion in the editorial. Right. And, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's the editor of the whole newspaper. It could be the, like a correspondent, a newspaper will usually have a financial editor, an environmental mm. editor, uh, mm. an entertainment editor. And yeah, they will have an uh, opinion piece. Uh, okay. Yes, you're right. And that is different from a, a feature. 
which is a long article about something which is not really newsworthy. It's not hard news.、Mm. So maybe a fashion feature or something on a、uh, a recent trend, like you might find a feature about、uh, one I read recently was about、um, uh, electric. Bikes, they're called cargo bikes because you can. They have a huge space in to carry、uh, kids or、um, or、uh, luggage, and they're becoming、yeah. very popular. And they are、uh, good for the environment. Yeah, that's yeah. an example of a feature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So something. Yes, as you mentioned, not sort of newsworthy necessarily.、Mm. Not something that's. Going to make the front page, right? A, a, a travel feature is a, is another example of a, a feature. Like someone will be sent、yeah. to a, a destination and write a write a long article about it. Feature. Okay, so do you、uh, regularly read any columns? I don't know. No, I think over the last few years, my the, my habits. Regards how I consume the news have really, really changed because I, I probably would have done maybe ten years ago,、um, but yeah, no, yeah. not anymore at all. I'm the same. When I lived in London, I used to get the Guardian a、uh, few times a week, and at the weekend, I would always read a particular column by someone whose name I completely forget.、Um, and it's when the same person writes, like an editorial, similar, similar to an editorial, but the person's not the editor. This person just has a really nice way of writing, and they will write about something. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes, if it's an economics columnist, they will write a column、mm. about、uh, what I don't know what good investments there are that month or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's always on the same kind of topic, right? So fashion columnist or、mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, like you said, an economics column. So,、uh, which of these do you prefer, or do you? Read, hard news, gossip, or offbeat stories. Hmm, I would say, honestly, probably hard news, and I shouldn't really, because I think, like many people these days, I probably consume too much bad news. Yeah, hard news tends to be bad. Hard news is the serious stuff, right? COVID.、Mm. Trump has been a, there's been a lot of hard news about Trump.、Uh, hopefully there'll be less now.、Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the serious stuff, hard news. But at the same time, I think it's stuff that、um, people should know about.、Uh, mm. Should people know about gossip? Is it? Do you think it's beneficial? I think it's a very fine line because, really, if we're going to be Very virtuous and <laughs> the best version of ourselves. Then no, we should not be reading gossip.、Um, but it's maybe not always a bad thing to just have some light relief sometimes、mm. and read something a bit silly or trivial, like the celebrity that wore the wrong coat to the shop. Yeah, <laughs> just just to break up the bad news. But yeah, that's that's like low level gossip. But when it's something like.、Um... A, a celebrity couple who's been married for a long time and they and they break up, then I think more people will be likely to read that gossip.、Mm. Uh, yeah, so gossip is usually about famous people, and it's not always true. Sometimes it's just、uh, speculation. Sometimes it's just a picture of、uh, someone on a beach, and it becomes、uh, mm. part of the gossip news. So, what about offbeat stories? Hmm. Well, I mean, what do you mean by offbeat stories, really?、Uh, offbeat stories are stories which are funny and not serious, like、uh, something you get. I used to get very often. I've not seen it lately. Is、um, animal in food? So somebody buys a bag of <laughs> crisps and there's a mouse in it or something, and it, somehow it gets into the newspaper.、Mm -hmm. Things like this, S silly news. Yeah. See, I I love that. Quite often, when I'm sending news stories to my students for for practice, I try to avoid 
hard news or mm. anything that's a little bit depressing. Uh, so it forces me to look for this kind of thing. Just like this um, podcast today. <laughs> you know, it'd be heavy to do the hard news. So yeah, I'm sorry, I, I talked over you. No, but you're right, because it's so, as soon as we start talking about articles or the news or current affairs, it's very easy to start going down the route of, like you said, Trump, COVID. So I I appreciate that I, my students kind of almost are a reason for me to not do that and to look for the more lighthearted mm. stuff. So today, for example, I found a very short article about... Um, an Easter egg, a Cadbury's Easter egg that was made from gold and sold for £70,000 in an auction or something. Oh. Which is, I guess, what you mean by offbeat story. That's an offbeat story, yeah. It's, it's not affecting anybody's lives in a big way. It's just fun and interesting to read. And when you're going through a newspaper, it sort of balances out the, um, the good and the, the the hard news and it gives a bit of light relief mm. okay uh and the last thing we'll have from this useful vocabulary is quotes every article has quotes and they are exactly what people said is the quote yeah and often um, word for word word for word has to be and often, um, if, you know, if, if the if they're doing a story about Brexit, for example, maybe Boris Johnson has said something in a speech and that will be in a quote. And then a reporter might uh, go to an analyst for a, for a quote and the analyst will say what they think. They might go and ask a few people on the street what they think and they will also be quotes. Okay, mm -hmm. good. So now... Let's have a conversation about the news. Let's have a conversation, let's talk, let's chat. Let's have a conversation about this and that. Let's have a conversation, just me and you. Yeah, have a conversation, that's what we're gonna do. So my first question for you, Fiona, is where do you get your news? So I'm because I I had a feeling you were going to ask me this question um, so today I was pay, paying particular attention to where I get my news from um, and it occurred to me that actually I don't actively seek a lot of news uh, most of it just kind of permeates my existence somehow um, and I noticed how it did that today and one way is notifications on my phone so I have a couple of news apps installed on my phone which I honestly very rarely open but they all send me notifications so I get oh, right. headlines just pop up on my phone screen okay uh, see I'm the opposite because I have news apps and usually when I'm going to bed I'll go through them and read the headlines and read go into whatever the stories I uh, want to read more about. But I turn off the notifications because I don't want my phone buzzing all day long. You know, I'll be doing something and then I'll get a buzz on my phone. I have to pick it up and, oh, uh, Trump's done something. You know, it really um, knocks my focus sometimes. Mm. Uh, but that's interesting, yeah. You, you get, uh, notifications. I hadn't thought about that because I turn them off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I should turn them off. But it, yeah, people used to buy a newspaper and sit down and watch the 10 o'clock news or the lunchtime news. But people aren't really doing that anymore, I think, with, with smartphones, mm. the apps and the notifications. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. Hmm. Well, hmm. Yeah, it's hard to say, isn't it? Because it depends what app you have, I suppose. Mm. Hmm. So do you... My next question was, do you read or watch the news every day? I suppose you've answered that question already. I, I do. And sometimes, sometimes I do scroll through you know, the apps or Google News, but just, just not very often. Um, I suppose if one of those notifications I get, you know, is perhaps a little bit clickbaity or 
or is genuinely something I'm interested in, then, mm -hmm. you know, in those cases, I will open the app and, and read further. Interesting. Okay. Um, have <laughs> you ever been in the news? I have, but a long, long time ago, and it wasn't really me directly. Um, so I, in my 20s, in my early 20s, I practiced kung fu shaolin kung fu um i was very very into it um and we had a really small like a kung fu group um our teacher was amazing he was terrifying but also amazing uh, his name was shifu yan lei if you want to look him up he's incredible um and we yeah yeah it was a, a brilliant little group but it was a little group and there was one time that we were desperately looking for more students and also a place to practice as well because we were practicing at the park at, at that time so a another student a friend of mine contacted the local news channel so that they could come down and cover this weird group of you know really ramshackle group of individuals <laughs> practicing kung fu at six o'clock in the morning in the local park being shouted at by a, by a rather terrifying gentleman um, to try to recruit more people, which didn't really work. Oh, but we were on the news. <laughs> oh, okay, nice. Uh, oh, right. So the TV news, not not just the yeah. newspaper. Wow. Okay. Uh, so that was our conversation about the news. Let's move mm -hmm. on to the next thing, which is I've taken some headlines but i've taken a word out these are all mm. headlines from today and can you find the missing word what's missing or oh, what could it be what is the missing word okay so here we go all headlines from today instead of the missing word i will say banana can fiona <laughs> guess what the missing word is okay uh some of it's hard news some of it is offbeat news some of it is gossip okay so here's the first one why did donald trump banana rap star lil wayne that's from the bbc why did donald uh... trump banana rap star lil wayne what is the banana okay I think I know this one mm -hmm. um, because, again, I, I have no idea how, but it somehow has entered my brain. Um, I think he pardoned him. Correct. Why did Donald Trump pardon rap star Lil Wayne? Good. Okay, here's the <laughs> next one. This is from the uh, Daily Mail sidebar of shame. So this oh. is gossip. And often it's not a headline. It's it's They have a headline and then and then a little... A uh, piece of text after. I'm not sure if you'd call that a tag. So, banana it like Beckham. Victoria and David pay themselves 14.5 million in dividends as the designer's fashion empire halves its losses. Banana it like Beckham. Hmm. Okay. Is this a pun? It's a pun. Yeah. This is something that we should talk about. Um, headlines often have puns in. Uh, meaning a play with words, a joke. And mm -hmm. you've picked up that it's banana it like Beckham. Mm. So what is the it like Beckham thing that it's playing with? So usually, and I'm not sure where this comes from. Is it Was it a movie or something? It was a movie, so, yeah. Okay, so it, Bend It Like Beckham, bend right? Bend It Like Beckham is the name of the movie because this... A uh, young girl who is into football, she could bend the ball like Beckham does. And uh, the movie was called Bend It Like Beckham. So what could it be? It's not bend and it's so about If they're money. talking about money, I guess it's spend it like Beckham? Exactly right. Well done. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Here's another one. The Blair Banana Project. Tony made millions in some of the shadiest corners of the world, but he's been outdone by son Ewan, who's now worth 70 million. The Blair Banana Project. Oh, um, hmm. 
So is is this another pun? It's another pun, yeah. But I can't. So I think it probably rhymes with witch, like Blair Witch Project. Right, it's playing on the Blair Witch Project, yes. Uh, but I can't think what what word it would be that rhymes with witch. Okay, so the story is about um, his son who is worth seventy million pounds. So he is very. Uh, so the Blair Rich project. Blair Rich projects, yes. Okay, it helps you there, but I think you would have got it. Uh, Tony Blair, <laughs> his son is very rich and. Uh, often in a pun, you know, this has nothing to do with the Blair Witch Project, which is a horror movie. And, um, well, I suppose spend it like Beckham, bend it like Beckham, because it is Beckham. But the Blair mm. Witch Project is nothing to do with Tony Blair. It just happens to sound like it. And often British uh, tabloid headlines can, can be, be like that. Mm. Okay, here's another one. American Girl sparks heated debate for saying McDonald's tastes so much banana in UK. That's from the mirror. Do you want to say it again? I'll say it again. Go on, yes. Uh, Learners, with all of these, see if you can get it before Fiona does. American Girl sparks heated debate for saying McDonald's tastes so much banana in UK. So I think there's a lot of kind of manufactured competition between the states and culturally between the United States and Britain. So I'm guessing it's either better or worse. Yep, first one, your first answer was uh, was right. Better. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> the debate was amongst her American peers. She won't be allowed back into the country. Oh, maybe not. But after Brexit, I think McDonald's <laughs> and everything else is just going to get worse anyway. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Half joking. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll make this the last one. Uh, Saga Cruises says all customers must be banana. Oh, sorry, I gave that the wrong tone. <laughs> Saga Cruises <laughs> says all customers must be banana. So Saga Cruises, uh, a cruise is a holiday on a big ship, a big boat. And Saga is a company in the UK which usually caters to older people, right? Mm. So Saga Cruises says all customers must be banana. Bear in mind, this is uh, current news. It's related to something current. Uh vaccinated exactly vaccinated yeah good okay actually let's do one more because i want to point something out about this one Mm -hmm. this is just you have to guess his age thumb injury forces top gamer to retire at banana oh 28 lower oh gosh really (laughs) 22? Okay, okay, higher. 25. Retire <laughs> at 25. Okay, Gosh. but but listen to the tense in there. Because, well, let's think about it. When did his thumb injury happen? Uh, in the past. In the past, yeah. Oh, past, past. There you go. There's an example of that <laughs> RP accent. Um, but the headline is thumb injury forces using present simple, meaning something that happens in general, like... I teach English. Fiona lives in Brighton. Uh, Mm. Thumb injury forces top gamer to retire at 25. But it should really be thumb injury forced top gamer to retire at 25. Or maybe present perfect. Thumb injury has forced top gamer to retire at 25. But it's something that is a, a common trait with headlines. They use the present simple, which is usually to describe something which happens in general. To describe one thing that happened in the past. Um, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I don't know because I didn't study journalism, but maybe to, as I think you mentioned some point before about sort of creating a sense of now mm, about it. Yeah. Um, but this is also, yeah, yeah, I think also the case for 
if something is going to happen as well, you won't see will or going to in the headlines. It's always the use of the infinitive. Yeah, too. Like so, um, Brexit to um, Brexit to cause chaos at the borders, for example. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's the simplest, most straightforward way of delivering something mm. and making it sound current. I think maybe? you're definitely onto something about it, making it sound current. Yeah. So I, I suppose if we had where was it thumb injury forced gamer to retire at 25 it could have happened anytime it could have been 20 years ago mm. um so yeah it does make it it gives it that nowness makes it more current hmm good points okay okay so on pun headlines this was something i knew i wanted to talk about so um i've prepared i found two real uh pun headlines and I asked Fiona to look at two as well. Uh, so I'll, I'll do mine first. Uh, here's one I found. So I'll, t I'll tell you the headline. And then I want you to see if you can guess what the story was. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll tell you it's not a current one. It's an old one. So the headline is, I've been backed. I've been backed. Backed? As in B-A-T? No, sorry backed like the the past tense of to back oh mm. i've been i've back. been backed um let me try it with an accent i've been backed <laughs> uh, <that>? okay. <laughs> um is it arnie related yes it's arnie related <laughs> and it's old Okay. Oh, is it to do with when he was in politics? That's right. Yeah, it's when he was uh, first uh, nominated to be the um, governor of California, and you need backing to 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 be ah. nominated. So the headline was, "I've been backed," because his famous uh, famous line from the Terminator is, "I'll be back." That's a terrible impression, but yeah. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> what did you find? Do you think I'll get it? Do you think I'll guess it if you just say the... the... Um, probably, okay, yes. Okay, let's, let's yeah. go for um, it. Oh, I'm trying to think because I chose a couple. Um, okay, Moron Terror. Moron Terror. So, mm -hmm. moron is a word, is an adjective meaning... Uh, no, it's not an adjective. Adjective is moronic. Um, a noun for someone who's like a, a stupid person. Yes. Uh, but it sounds like more on terror, like more about terror. So moron is is correct. So it's a noun for somebody, a silly oh, person. Is stupid it person. is about moron the terror. um about the morons who stormed the Capitol Hill building in America. Good guess, yeah. But I should have told you it's also not current. This okay. is an old headline from a few years ago. Ah. Uh, um, okay, so is it about some failed, failed the failed London bombings? Yes, I'm not sure which, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but yes, it was about a failed attack somewhere in, in England. Okay, here's mine. Um... Well, the, the headline um, says it all, really. Sting's massage in a brothel. Sting's massage in a brothel. Uh, this is gossip. Hmm. This is, is this Sting, Sting the, the The singer? musician, yeah. The musician, whatever. Singer, singer, <laughs> musician. Plays the bass in the... Play, it was in the police... The, the band the police ah that's right yeah yeah so i i don't know is it that no. he had a massage in a brothel yeah he, did. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was photographed visiting a brothel um and but the pun is that the police have a song called message in a bottle ah, so okay. that's why massage in a brothel is a punny okay. headline <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good pun. <laughs> okay, have you got another one? 
Um, okay, so God help us now. Uh, and I, I'll, I'll spell it because I, I think it's difficult just from me saying it. But so Gord is spelt G O R D. And again, this is not current. Okay. So Gord help us now. So it must be from when Gordon Brown was either the Chancellor or the Prime Minister, as everybody forgets that he was actually Prime Minister for a little bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So this is from when, when he became Prime Minister. Okay. So, okay. So I guess, and I thought this was interesting because it's, I think it's supposed to be a little bit like that kind of Cockney pronunciation of God. Yeah, you know? that's true. Like, God, God, blimey, mate. Uh, <laughs> I said mate like an Australian, but yeah, God, blimey. It's very Cockney, very London accent. Okay. Um, great. That was some funny headlines, but let's move on to some other funny stuff because Something funny which happens sometimes in newspapers, especially smaller local newspapers, is that they write something which is funny unintentionally. And these are all from a BBC Radio 4 show called The News Quiz. And they have people sending to, send into them funny things that they've read in newspapers. And uh, I brought some and I asked Fiona to prepare some as well. So, um, this is from uh, a small Shropshire, Shropshire newspaper. Stench from Shropshire biogas site blamed on new employee. Stench. Oh dear, okay. <laughs> stench. So, stench is a bad smell. Stench from Shropshire biogas site blamed on new employee. So, what, let's do this. I'll read, I'll read one and then you explain why it's funny and then because I think some okay. of the learners might not get it exactly. So why is that funny? Sure. So I guess I guess what this, this means, or I guess what the story is about, is that a new employee had done something wrong in the, what was it, a bio plant? Bi uh, biogas plant, yeah, biogas site, but yeah, biogas plants. Yeah. So biogas plant. Um, yeah, I suppose he had made some kind of mistake which released some awful smell but the way that it's written makes it sound a little bit like it's the employee himself or herself who who smells really bad. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one. Okay, <laughs> let's hear one from you, Fiona. Okay. Um, so, due to unforeseen circumstances, clairvoyant Trisha will not be appearing in the Kevin Bird suite tomorrow night. <laughs> But that's funny because she's a, a clairvoyant, which is somebody who can see the future. But it begins with, due to unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> so, <laughs> if she was really a good clairvoyant, she would have seen these uh, circumstances. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, here's my next one. It's long, uh, but it's good. A local man was fined on Monday for repeated trespassing and criminal damage. Margaret River Magistrates Court heard how a man entered a local school building by forcing open a window with another man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That is long and I think yeah. the... Let me just, the... I, I just read the last bit again. Um, mm. The man entered a local school building by forcing open a window with another man. That's the important part of yeah. that headline. <laughs> so this, again, it's a little bit like the the bio plant um, headline is that it, it's, I guess the story is that the, the two men worked together to open the window. Mm -hmm. So he, he opened the window and he was with another man when he did it. Um, but what it sounds like is that he actually used the other man as some kind of tool to open the window with. So it was instead of a, a spanner or a you know, screwdriver, he used yes, yeah, he used the other man. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay, uh, okay, have you got another one? Yep. Um, okay, so a monk who posted nude clips on social media has been defrocked. 
<laughs> okay, so uh, to be defrocked is when a, a monk, or is it any other religious, um, religious, not religious person, a person who works within religion, if you're defrocked, it means that you are no longer, you no longer have that status, you're no longer a monk. But mm. to be defrocked also means to, uh, to have, be naked, to take your clothes off, defrocked. <laughs> Good. Okay, uh, so, like I say, when I see a copy of the Daily Mail sitting on a bench, I think we'll leave it there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, That's a very good line to finish on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fiona, thanks, thanks for joining us today. That's all right, it was fun. Uh, oh, one thing I wanted to ask you at the beginning, why is your, your learning uh, channel called Birdsong English? Yeah, it's a, okay, that's a good question. So when I was, so Birdsong English is all quite new. It's, I only really started and created the whole thing in September, October. Uh, and I was looking for a name and I was kind of thinking, okay, well, my name's Fiona. So I guess English with Fiona, but. Ah, oh, that's boring. Kind of... Why would you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, that's my, just, my English uh... with Rob. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's self-explanatory it's it's good but i don't know i just thought and i was struggling i was struggling looking for names and there was also when i googled english with fiona there's another fiona uh, uh, there are so many english with i think you're right to i mean i'm english with rob but i think you're right to steer clear and have something a bit more memorable i think i mean if it wasn't for that other fiona i might have gone with english with fiona but um so i had to i had to choose something else and what inspired me was the fact that my little office here that I, I sit in has a an air vent and in the air vent there is a, a starling nest oh um and all summer i mean actually starlings make a really beautiful sound so all summer when the sun was going down just just in the evening i could sit here and hear this beautiful singing of the starlings which when I wasn't teaching was a really beautiful sound, um, but was also quite distracting sometimes when I was in class. So I thought, yeah, why not call it birdsong? Since so many of my classes are interrupted with birdsong. Okay. Well, that's, I'm glad I asked the question. That's a really interesting answer. Yep. And uh, yeah, I, um, when I was in my youth, I used to go bird watching and I know the names of all the birds, the British birds. So. Uh, your title caught caught my eye uh, mm -hmm. when you popped up on my Instagram uh, a few months ago. Okay, Thanks. so uh, how can people learn with you? How can they find Birdsong English? How can they learn English with you? Sure. So I'm at the moment actually. We've we've just started our new Telegram group, um, which is officially launched on the first of February. Although. Uh, for those people paying for February, I'm actually starting the group early. So if you if you pay the monthly fee for February, then you can join the group immediately. Um, it's nine pounds, which is I think twelve dollars per month, and we have daily activities in that group. So every every day is a slightly different theme. On Monday. We call it Motivation Monday, so we talk about our objectives for the week and the things we want to achieve in English. Oh, great idea. Tuesday is, uh, I should have actually written this down because I can't remember now, but Tuesdays is, let's say, for example, the, the talking day. On a Wednesday, we have a listening activity. Thursday, we have a, uh, what, what can I call it, sort of tandem storytelling to practice linking language. So we create a, a long story between from all of the students in the group. Uh -huh. um, and Friday is Free Talk Friday, where we practice natural conversation skills. So it's, it's, it's just daily activities, lots of voice recording, audio messages, so that we're not just typing, but we're actually speaking and listening as well. Yeah, that's something you don't um, get from watching uh, people's YouTube videos and stuff. You actually need to, that's part of it learning the grammar and listening to a podcast or watching a video but speaking is how you really practice yeah yeah that's great so and i give feedback in that group as well so mm -hmm. you know you've got it's 
it's crazy actually that just yeah a telegram group is you can do so much with but you can speak you can listen to other people you can practice writing one day a week as well although i do encourage students to to record their voices as much as possible and of course you get the feedback from me as well um to all of on pronunciation language grammar uh-huh. um anything else you want okay so and i imagine uh, lots of the the people in the groups become friends and and come back again and and have a bond together after a while that is my i mean it's only recently started but um that's my favorite thing to see in that group is when people start responding to each other Mm -hmm. although it's lovely for me to put something in that group and and hear people see people you know responding to that when people actually start talking to each other that's what I love the most and this started happening quite quickly in this group actually one person posted a picture of a hike that she was on um, or actually it was a short video it was beautiful it was in the Canary Islands it was absolutely lovely Um, and the other students started commenting on that as well and it wasn't related to any of the tasks but it was brilliant practice and a great way to kind of talk to people from other parts of the world wow Oh, that's a fantastic idea for teaching. Um, well done. Good work. Good work. Okay. <laughs> um, I never know how to end. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm quite new to podcasting and I don't, I don't know how to end. Just saying thanks. Bye. Doesn't seem right. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, thank you for having me. It's been really fun. Everybody so. um, definitely follow uh, follow Fiona's uh, Birdsong English on Instagram. Useful content every day and uh youtube also right you're on youtube too there is a youtube yep uh, the instagram's a bit more the instagram's active, every day a bit more on yep yeah youtube's maybe once a week okay good stuff um thanks a lot for coming on i'll speak to you again sometime yeah i'll speak to you again soon i okay. hope and thanks again for having me oh more than welcome okay bye <laughs> okay bye, bye.